0: So I just want to tell you, like, you can't make a wrong choice. She can't be, she's so right about that because the choice you make is oftentimes like, it's like this gut instinct of like, you got to do like a little nudge, a little nudge, do that thing. And then even if it doesn't get you the results you wanted, it's never the worst case or the best case scenario. We've always, we've already talked about that. It's usually somewhere in the middle and it brings clarity around what you need to do next. And it takes away a lot of fear. that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it it's a practice not a perfect let's get started welcome back to the be it till you see it interview recap where my co-host in life brad and i are going to dig into the questioning combo i have with joanna vargas in our last episode if you haven't yet listened to that interview feel free to pause us now go back and listen to this one that one then listen to this one and
1: uh and then join i'm brad
0: i'm Leslie logan
1: whoa <laughs> just sneaking it in
0: we're working on this new <laughs> idea of introducing ourselves at the beginning so at the end um <laughs> but, you know it didn't occur to me that like it was weird to have the names at the end until i was listening to a podcast where they like it, like they say their names at the beginning and i was like right oh we don't do that yeah, in maybe anything we should. but i mean it says, be it till you see it with Leslie Logan. You and should know was, who I am. And that was, you
1: did sort of just introduce me with, when you mentioned your co-host and like that.
0: You're introduced.
1: I'm introduced. So I'm covered.
0: So I'm the only one who is never introduced because I don't introduce myself on an interview and I don't introduce. <laughs> if you're new, let me know if it's confusing as to who I am in any episode. That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> because if it's not, then this is not an issue. We can keep moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we are still in Cambodia. Yes, which means we are recording this as if it is happening when you're listening to it, but really we're recording it before we got on a flight, and so I'm am I am manifesting how fucking awesome Cambodia yeah, is. Yeah, right
1: now I am uh, I am I'm half I'm up to my knees in um, the Cambodian river. No, no, not. he's I'm not. not. We, don't don't we don't get in the water. It's gross. Don't get in the water. But we are probably hiking through a jungle.
0: Oh well, we're supposed to be at a waterfall.
1: Well, it's a Thursday. So we We changed our uh, – but if it's Wednesday here, Thursdays, yeah, yeah, we will be at a – we might actually literally be at a waterfall while this is happening.
0: Yeah, there's a waterfall in Cambodia, and um, if you (laughs) are on our retreat, um, you already know that we're doing this for you, but it's a surprise. (laughs) Oh, surprise. (laughs) Because we don't usually uh, do the waterfall. uh, If we have a big group, we just can't. Yeah. There's just not enough time, but um, with a small group, we can. So it's so freaking exciting. And um, then we come back and Brad goes to Philly. No, we don't. We come back together. And then we go go to to, Arizona. We go to Arizona. Yeah. Then I might to TBD on the actual scene of the Grand Canyon since I have only seen it from a plane. And if you don't know the story in 2018, when I was like, I'm not going to the East Coast unless we drive. And so we rented a really tiny SUV and drove (laughs) across the country and um we're driving through the south and i we're going to the grand canyon and i said brad i just heard in the bathroom that we're driving in a blizzard that's unbeknownst to me a a little crazy weather but i was just like i guess this is winter i'm not from i'm not from any place but california um he's like it's the grand canyon you can't miss it i
1: was like you can see it from space it's the grand canyon let me
0: let me just tell you (laughs) y'all it was a whiteout you could not you could, I don't know how to show you this because this is a podcast and I also don't know how to show it to you on YouTube because we are not putting it in here, but maybe Amanda can post on the Beapod Instagram, the pictures of me seeing the Grand Canyon in real life for the first time with my feet on the ground. You can't fucking see the Grand Canyon. you yeah. not even on the near side. Even we like tilted it like, look, here's the Grand Canyon 10 feet from us. You can't see it. So it's like, run, because I'm not getting snowed
1: in this place. I know. It was coming down so hard. It was literally like, if we don't move right now, we might not be able to leave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at any rate, um, the hope is that I get to camp one night at the Grand Canyon. Um, and then we come back. Yeah. And Brad leaves me to go do Thanksgiving um, at his parents' place and see his grandfather and yeah. his family. And then he comes back, and I leave for Dallas, Texas with Erica Quest.
1: Yeah. Tejas.
0: And then we come back, I come back, and then we drive to Texas. Yeah,
1: then we come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, you come back, Oh, you're, we're here for less than a week, and then we hit the road.
0: If I didn't want to see New Mexico and I, and I had a way to like have my own place in Dallas for 10 days, I probably would just stay there, but that's not really, I really want to see New Mexico. So at any rate, I'm coming back. So it's a very busy winter for us. And it's because we're going on tour. Um, But just to go back, if you are like, wait, you're going to be in Dallas with Erica Quest. Yes, we are. And to be honest, how can you get on that?
1: You're going to have to DM us.
0: You got to DM me because the reality is, is, um, well.
1: Well, you're there for some workshops.
0: I'm there for some workshops. It's only workshops. We are teaching classes on the tour. We'll be back in Dallas to teach classes on the tour. But um, the space is very limited. And um, so you've got to hit me up to get the special link.
1: Dallas will be teaching class on like 13, 14, or 15 of December. I can't remember exactly the one date One of those right is so.
0: Dallas and one of those is Houston.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, so anyway, stay tuned.
0: But the workshops, let me just like, like really quick, like toot my own horn. Uh, welcome to my podcast. That's what we do. But um, Erica, Quest, and I are teaching um, how classical and well, where classical and contemporary collide, which is not where we compare classical and contemporary exercises. We actually are colliding them together. It's a really fun, empowering workshop. We are, um, we did it in Chicago. We're making it a four-hour workshop this time. So we're super excited. And then the next day, she's got a really fun workshop going on. And then I go solo on like building your tower up because so many people are like, How do I make a tower class? So I'm super excited. It's the first time I'm gonna teach this workshop. Cool. I love building tower classes up. This is where I get creative. Yeah. So we're doing that. Um There's so if any of that interests you, and you are in the Dallas area, you can hit me up. And if you are wanting to work out with me in Dallas or Houston, then you should hit me up anyways because I'm the only one who has these links. There you go. Do we have a question?
1: To yes. So we got we got, well this question kind of um it was a spinoff from the question from. The last recap episode.
0: Ooh, way to go, team!
1: And the reason is because I actually had a whole conversation with one of our retreaters uh, about the co- the idea, the process of falling asleep. And uh, she said, "I have a hard, I have trouble sleeping. I I get in, I climb to bed and I leave myself enough time, but then I find that I'm I just can't sleep. I cannot sleep. Mm. And so I asked her like." okay, why are you, are you thinking? And she's like, yes, I'm totally thinking the whole time. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and I'm not sleeping, sleeping, sleeping instead. And And by
0: the way, thinking when I'm not sleeping and then looking at your (laughs) your clock makes it worse. Don't look at the clock. Don't count down.
1: (laughs) So I, I um, have spent a lot of time uh, uh, studying sleep, which is ironic because I don't sleep very much uh and it's i a am constant, making him sleep more because it's a constant battle i need
0: him to live as long as me or longer i don't want to be the first to go
1: and what i've <laughs> what i figured out i'm 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 just uh gonna let you keep saying those things that's great i love you <laughs> and i'm not dying but the point is um the point is for mo- for me and probably for most sleep is actually a decision mm-hmm. okay so the problem with the thinking is that you have not decided to sleep.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I think that's true because how many times are you talking to me and I in the middle of a sentence? I just am asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, love. That's so great that we're gonna. You're you're asleep. Okay, you're asleep. <laughs> Uh, so, so like you get in bed because you have to get in bed. It's an obligation. Okay. I better go to sleep now. Instead, it's like, I got to do it because I have to do it right now. And, uh, you know, instead of the idea uh, that I am going to sleep, (laughs) if you could hear that in the background, our dog is literally digging up the new carpet that we just put down.
0: new carpet. brand new carpet. She's decided
1: it's not comfortable enough and she's pulling it off the floor
0: it's not comfortable i don't care it's a beautiful rug don't hit it
1: yeah anyway the point is you you know there are a handful of tips that i can absolutely recommend uh that will allow you to go to sleep the um and there's a bunch of stats the average person takes seven minutes to fall asleep Mm. um the, the tips that i can give you are this if you find yourself thinking 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 Remember, you are gonna. Not only are you gonna make a decision of when you fall asleep, but you're gonna make a decision of when you're gonna wake up. Okay, because this is gonna help you not sleep through your alarm, which I'm so good at doing. But when I make the actual decision, I literally say to myself, "Tomorrow, I'm gonna get up at 8:30, or 7:15, or 6:53. It doesn't matter. But if I specifically say, "I'm going to get up at X time," Then when that clock rolls around, I actually do it. I actually get out of bed. If I don't literally say I'm gonna get up at X time, when that alarm goes off, I'm like, oh, I'm probably okay to sleep another 10 minutes, right? And then I'll sleep 20 minutes. Mm. So there's decisions that are being made here. So, But there are some suggestions that I can make for you uh, about um, actually uh, uh, stopping your mind from spinning. Get a pen and paper, put it next to your bed. Every time you have a thought, What we we talked about in the last episode is that you're probably worried you're going to forget something you have to do. So write that thing down. Now you can give yourself permission not to try to remember that you don't need to remember it. It's written down. You can now (sighs) relax because you're not stressed that you have to remember this. That stress is going to keep your mind going so that you remember you got to do the thing tomorrow. Don't forget. Right? So that's a huge thing. If you are an ideator like me, when I go to sleep, uh, I used to find myself Like that's when I was writing a new song. I don't know why, why is that the time? I don't know. But that's when my brain's like, wow, I got this really cool idea. I would then record a voice memo on my phone. So then again, I don't have to try to remember it because I won't remember it. And that stresses me out. And then I would stay awake trying to remember it. Right. Another thing you can do is focus on your breathing. Okay. And the breathing in through the nose. And it could be out through the nose or mouth. It Doesn't should be
0: in and out through the nose for sleep. It, it's grounding.
1: Yeah. But the what when you create an even breath uh, in and out through your nose, I find it allows my mind to wander. And the wandering, not the thinking, the wandering is actually my secret sauce for how do I go to sleep. I literally put myself in my own movie in my head. Okay,
0: I can't wait to talk about how I fall asleep because we have different ways of fall asleep. <laughs> I,
1: I put myself in my own movie in my head where I'm the, I am either like the lead character or I'm following along uh, as like a third party, but I'm, I'm envisioning the scenery. I'm uh, feeling it, smelling it, seeing it like I'm actually in an environment that I'm creating and I let my mind cr- continue to create that, that um, environment. And that scene and that thing that's happening. And and literally I I find myself dreaming about that.
0: Mm, I love these things. They're yeah. all really helpful. Um, couple things. There are tons of studies about sleep. You like if you ever hear me talk about ideal schedule, the first thing I'm going to tell you that goes in your schedule is when do you go to bed and when you wake up. When do you go to bed and when do you wake up? You I don't care what else you think is the most precious thing. I don't care if it's your amazing children. I don't care if it's this brilliant job. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care how much it pays you. When do you go to sleep and when do you wake up is the first thing that goes in your calendar and that's very important because there is so much that sleep is in charge of. You cannot be it till you see it if you aren't sleeping. And I promise you this because if you're not sleeping, you're not going to prepare your body for a digestive cycle. If you don't go through Mm. a digestive cycle, you don't absorb nutrition. If you don't absorb nutrition, it doesn't matter how positive you are. You have high stress, you'll stress. stop producing stomach acid. Your B12, your vitamin D, your absorption rates are gonna go down. You could be the most positive person in the room and you'll become the most depressed person in the room. Be- How do you know this? Because it was me. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Actually, am doing it, it became a vicious cycle. Yeah. Because she
0: I had stomach issues, which caused sleep issues, which and caused, stomach issues. caused
1: stomach issues. Right. So it was now the chicken or the egg.
0: Yeah. And it was, it was, it was insane. So ariana heffington has a book called sleep because homegirl probably you should read this book homegirl also was like i'll sleep when i'm dead yeah that's and what literally broke, i used
1: to say i'll sleep when i'm dead
0: she broke her face she because she fell,
1: fell asleep she had her desk.
0: face on her hand and she was reading and she literally slipped and her whole face hit the desk yeah and she broke her body yeah so she ended up studying sleep and there's a lot of things you can do. First of all, a sleep routine. And this is really important. Just like a morning routine is important. A sleep routine is actually really important. You should sleep in the same clothes or as close to the same clothes as possible every night. Hmm. Um, this is going to help you. So like literally, it's just sleeping. So unless you're sweating, like you probably wear your sleep clothes a couple nights in a row um, or buy buy five of them and like have it there. And so you have the sleep routine. Um, do your brushy teeth, face washi whatever your stuff is in the same order at night it will literally prepare your brain for sleep because it knows oh when i do this i go to sleep Hmm. so it's 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 the same as like training an animal like there's these things that happen and then your brain goes okay it likes routine second um you should not be looking at your screens ideally two hours before sleep but like please 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 at minimum one hour one hour before i my dog (laughs) if my dog is a little loud um
1: he just groaned i
0: know (laughs) Cause I'm waking up his sleep. Yeah. Um, so one hour before bed, no screens. It's like, I cannot tell you how many studies are out there. Like literally ladies who are in love with Huberman. He even says it. Okay. So (laughs) if you're not going to take my word for it, if you're looking for a handsome doctor, he says it. So it's really, really important. That is why if you listen to the last recap episode, you heard me say my phone doesn't come with my dog walk because that actually gives me at least 90 minutes before bed, sometimes two hours before I go to bed um, to go. One of my sleep routines is I actually fall asleep with the same music every night. How do I do this? My phone's not with me. Guess what? Google voice, Google play, whatever. All these things are amazing. You all have technology to do this. I literally just press play on it before I go on the walk. It's playing in the room. So when I walk into the room, the room is already set up for sleep and it goes off at a certain time. If I set that, that that's a new thing I have to have. Have happened, but it can. but also
1: you can talk to uh, Google Home. Yeah, I just. And it, you can say, "Hey, turn the music off." Know, turn off the music in twenty-five minutes or whatever. Yeah.
0: I also have a sunrise alarm clock. And
1: just so that you un- understand, she actually keeps her phone in the living room, mm-hmm. and then it's Bluetooth through the wall to our Google Home speaker in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then so she sets it playing the her sleep music before we go on a dog walk. Then we walk for I don't know an hour. And then we come home and then she has her sleep routine. And when she's climbed into bed, the music's still been playing this whole time. Mm-hmm. Then she tells Google, turn it off in, you know, 25 minutes yeah. or 15 minutes or whatever. And yeah. I to like go. to
0: give myself a little – I like to give myself more time than I know that I need because there's nothing more stressful than the music going off. And you you haven't the- fallen asleep and you're like, Fuck.
1: <laughs> But how do you wake up if your alarm okay. is on your phone and it's in the other room? How does that work?
0: So I have a sunrise alarm clock that, by the way, also has a sunset thing. This is also a proven thing. And I am not a napper. I hate fucking napping. But I've had to nap occasionally. And I use my sleep routine to help me nap. So I have on um, the music that I play. And then, and by the way, I hate sleeping on a plane. I have the same music as downloaded to the phone so that if I'm on a plane, I can play it mm. so I can get some amount of sleep on a plane because I freaking hate sleeping, setting up. But I have this sunset alarm. So it it sunsets on me even for a nap and then a sunrise. So I set the sunrise to go and the room just gets brighter in my face. And I wake up and I don't wake up groggy. I wake up like it's time to get, I can't even hit snooze. Even when I want to, I sometimes like, I don't really need to get up. I'm going to be a rebel like Brad and I'm going to snooze this. I can't. Every time I try, I'm like, fuck, I just need to get up. <laughs> uh,
1: we will put a link to the, sunset, uh, the Sunrise Sunset Alarm these in the show should, notes because these- uh, it's it's a really cool device. And when Leslie goes out of town, I will literally sleep on her side of the bed and use this to wake up. It's pretty cool.
0: It's so cool. I'm obsessed with it. And we stayed at the Vidara Hotel. And by the way, they had it. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, a hotel has my alarm my alarm lamp. I'm, that's amazing. Um, So a sleep routine is going to help you go to sleep as why I don't even take 7 minutes I take 13 seconds I'm yeah. like I ah.
1: <laughs> she's like out. and
0: and by the way I'm out he can pull the airpods out of my ear from <laughs> the podcast and this. I don't even move I don't even know what happens <laughs> yeah. I like don't I didn't even know that I fell asleep when we were talking so um and this comes from someone who slept 3 hours a night for many yeah. many years so yeah. I I'm not saying this from someone who's always had a good time sleeping that's not who I am I never napped as a child my parents hated it because they are nappers. And I, they're like, just sit in your room. <laughs> so funny. So, um, so please, 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 if you need scientific evidence, check out Huberman's podcast on sleep. Check out Ariana Huffington's book on sleep. We'll, have a we'll, sleep we'll also link
1: to both of those things in the yeah. show notes.
0: Have a sleep routine. And if anything, have a sleep routine. It's going to be great. You'll love it. Your brain will love you for it. And yes, to everything Brad said about writing it down and the decisions, all of that is true. But get away from your screens. But I don't care if you have blue light, blue blockers on. You know, I love those. You have to get off the screens an hour before bed if you want your brain to stop thinking. in fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got Reformer. We've got some Happy Hip Reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers, and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo!
1: Okay. Now let's talk about Joanna Vargas. She's back. Serial entrepreneur Joanna Vargas has built two brick and mortar dance and fitness businesses and multiple event businesses covering dance, running, and more. She brings together over 10,000 people every single year at these events that she hosts. Uh, Her podcast teaches women how to live fully by asking questions and being curious so they can live longer and make more money. And she is like a spitfire. Love her.
0: She's a spitfire. We love her. She's Um, got a great course on profitable Pilates about filling your classes for life. Um, she's just a rock star. Like she really, she really, really is. And also I just have to say, I think this is coming out on her birthday. Happy birthday, Joanna. Happy birthday. Um, We couldn't be at your surprise party because we're in Cambodia. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, that just came to me. Um, one thing that I love that came up in a story she shared about dancing, um, she being into invitation for others. She was dancing alone and inspiring others. So this is at this event with all these women.
1: Yeah. And she was out She said there, there were 200 women there. And no
0: one was dancing.
1: And there was a DJ kicking ass and no one was dancing.
0: And we were just at in Chicago and there was a dance floor with an incredible DJ, by the way. I don't even know why I'd interview him except for just to like. just because i want to be his friend he was fancy he He did good we have the same shoes. we love sparkles oh yeah uh but he was an amazing dj that's great and of course no one was dancing by themselves and no one wants to dance by themselves so everyone's like waiting for the crowd to start and it starts with someone and but joanna had no other crowd she just danced by herself and it turned out because she did that she didn't have any conversation and then getting a gig out of it and it's by being herself so she was an invitation for others to do something that was scary. And then yeah. it ended up becoming an invitation for herself.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the – the, have you ever been in a classroom and someone else asked the question that you have? And you're like, oh, I'm so happy that they asked that question. That was my question. But you didn't want to, to ask the question. Well, the person who asked that question was giving – they were being the invitation for you to ask that question and, to be honest, ask other questions too. Right, and when you uh, be the invitation for other people, uh, you're you are actually uh, showing that you're a leader, you're you're an authority, you are uh, confident. There's all these kinds of things that are that people then look at you. They also and 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 what I thought was interesting about this, Joanna talked about the conversation she had with herself. She's like, these people probably think I'm drunk. I'm yeah. dancing alone. <laughs> right how am i am i being that awkward girl right now and she had to have that mental conversation with herself like you know what it doesn't matter what they think i'm i'm here enjoying this music having a good time
0: well and i i think that goes to like it's a be it till you see it kind of thing because she was like okay i'm gonna be out there i feel like doing this i'm gonna do it i'm just gonna dance out here until it feels comfortable to dance out here by myself and you know sometimes
1: um that's like character building right there. It,
0: oh my God. Insane. <laughs> but like I we were at a comedy show and you could tell that like someone had to laugh so other people could feel like, is it a lot am I allowed to laugh at that? Like can yeah, I laugh? That's right. And so I think like being an invitation for others is not only character building, but it's also sometimes a thing that so many people just need to see. They need to see that it's okay to do that. Yeah. You know, when we were at in Chicago applies on tour i was teaching this workshop and at the end erica's like, any last words i'm like yeah just like it's okay to do the best you can <laughs> you know like it's okay to not be perfect at this it's okay to 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 take a guess sometimes and see where it leads you It the client's going to come back the next week and ever you could just see everyone go
1: <sighs> yeah
0: right their shoulders dropped they exhaled and and what happened afterwards, you were at the table. Someone goes, that was the best workshop I ever attended. It's the best workshop I ever attended. And it's it was a great, fuck yeah, it was amazing. I'm great. But I also know it because I invited people. Yes, to you like, are,
1: babe. Thank yes, you. Yes, you are.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Toot my own horn. But I also know it's because in, in everything I do, I really try to like create an invitation for other people to not be perfect and do the best they can.
1: Yep. It's
0: good enough. It's good yep. enough for today. I love that. What did you love?
1: Uh, Great. So uh, she had a whole nother conversation about choices uh, that I wanted to uh, weigh in on, because she basically said, uh, you can't make a wrong choice. Uh, And she said, making a choice creates awareness, which I thought was very interesting, because conversely, we think we are typically taught awareness creates The quote unquote right choice. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she's saying make a choice and then you're gonna have more options. You'll see the options in front of you, as opposed to we're like weigh all the options and then make a choice. Yeah. Okay. So so
0: I mean, I really do think it comes back to action creates clarity.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think the uh the idea of the weighing all the options first creates analysis paralysis. Can create Mm -hmm. analysis paralysis right? If you are, if you have, I mean, think about this. This is like classic sales. Three is enough choices. If you have 10 choices in front of you, it's more likely, statistically more likely you will not make any decision. You'll make no choice than if there are three or less choices. Two is even better. One is like, okay, then you either take it or leave it, right? But three, you can like mess around with pricing and and like there's some psychology there. But but you start to get more than that. And it becomes like, I don't actually know what decision to make because I I can't, I'm having a hard time comparing them all to each other. So I don't know what is the quote unquote right choice. And anyway, I, I thought that was really amazing because she, her argument is you cannot make a wrong choice.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I completely agree with that. I think so many people are like, what if I make the wrong decision? It's like everything is happening for you. You have to believe that. And I know you're like, but Leslie, there's so much shit happening. And it's like, it is happening for you. I was homeless, totaled my car. The studio that I rented from closed. My job transferred me. And it's the best fucking thing that ever happened. Yeah. Best fucking thing. And then I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm happy that the pandemic happened. I am not saying that at all because so many people lost their lives. But it was so scary flying back from Cambodia and knowing that my entire year's income was completely shut down.
1: Yeah, it was scary.
0: Like the only because because even teaching in person was there's so much uncertainty who is going to want to do virtual and if they don't do virtual then what do we do and that was the best thing that ever happened to us so having to to do that so I just want to tell you like you can't make a wrong choice she can't be she's so right about that because the choice you make is oftentimes like it's like this gut instinct of like you want to do it, like a little nudge a little nudge do that thing and then. Even if it doesn't get you the results you wanted, it's never the worst case or the best case scenario. We've, always, we've already talked about that. It's usually somewhere in the middle and it brings clarity around what you need to do next. And it takes away a lot of fear.
1: Yeah, I think I was thinking about this a lot because I was, I was trying to, to like come up with a, some kind of an analogy or comparison. And it made me think all the way back to the, the I think, episode two with Rob Lowe. No, Rob. Um, Rob Lowe. Rob Mac. We've, Rob we've Mac. never interviewed
0: Sorry. him, but Rob Mack is really amazing. <laughs> Rob, <laughs> he, he Rob Lowe, if you're listening.
1: Yeah, Rob Lowe. Tommy, i to tell you T- C- the story. On, yeah.
0: Well, he we has to apply. He does. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll consider you. Uh, but Rob Mack was talking about the staircase. Mm-hmm. And he said, mm-hmm. you pretty much put one step, one foot in front of the other here. You know, you might actually see all the staircase, but you still can't get to step 25 until you've gone through step two three four five what if you cannot see step 25 what if this is like a video game and and you're holding a lantern and you can't see more than two steps in front of you you literally don't know what else is happening and uh right so so joanna's argument here is you still have to take a step make a decision when you get one step further, you're going to see, oh, what's up there? Maybe there's a fork in the road. Now you have a choice to make, left or right. Okay, let's go left. Okay, after you've gone left, now you have another decision to make.
0: It's a choose-your-own-adventure, which you know I love. <laughs> you know I love a choose-your-own-adventure.
1: <laughs> I love it. And then, and honestly, like when you are putting one foot in front of the other, that that stops this analysis paralysis. It, it allows you to continue to move forward even if you aren't 100% sure. Here's the other thing. Chances are you can actually turn back and take the right fork if you need to.
0: Well, and can I just it's say- It's not
1: always the case, but, but more often than not.
0: I, yes. And because um, we had a couple of agency members say like, oh, I'm going to two steps forward, one step back, and I hate it. And I'm like, you know, it's not that bad. You take two steps forward and then you take a step back and you can look back at like, how did it go? And you can actually decide if you want to take that step forward again or- If you want to go somewhere else.
1: Well, it creates more awareness, which is exactly Joanna's point. Brilliant. Yep.
0: Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal: I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi active socks, and you can go to beitpod.com/toe socks. That's going to take you to toe socks. Feel free to explore Tavi, and you can use my discount code Leslie. That's L-E-S-L-E-Y to make sure you save some money on your socks. Because the reality is, is You should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do.
1: All right. So finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Joanna Vargas? Well, she said to make the demand of you and then ask the universe. Okay. This is a bit woo for me to be quite frank. But, uh, but I think that uh, w- the way I'm going to interpret this is to make the demand of you. Okay. And it's actually kind of very similar to what we were just talking about. When you make a choice, right, then you can evaluate. Okay. So make the demand of you. Um, and then and there's belief here in this. Like asking the universe, you know, asking God, asking, you know, the higher power, however it is that you see it, the, you have to know that you are moving forward with purpose. Okay. And that's where it's like, make, make a decision, make a choice. And you're applying that to you.
0: Well, actually it's very Pam Groudish, um, which is also very law, law of attraction, which is very Abraham Hicks, which we are very into right now. Uh, morning rampages are the new morning routine. Um,
1: yeah, but um,
0: in Pam Grout's book, she literally says you have to actually ask for something, you'd be very specific, which is like making a demand of you. It means it requires you to go, What am I gonna ask the universe to show me? and then you have to tell, Show me, show me it, and then you have to be willing to look for evidence for the universe answering that question. And um, Lynn, something Scoville Shaw, we talked about her a couple episodes ago. She has that same thing in her book. Mm. Um, I don't have my phone, so I can't tell what it is. But anyways, she's got a great book. Go back to a couple episodes. You can tell me what it is in the comments below. So sorry. I can't remember off the top of my head. But anyway, I do I do think that this is a bit woo. It's also, it's also allowing you to go, okay, this is a, the choice I'm going to make. And then I'm going to have the universe participate in this choice. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, My biggest takeaway is learning to choose as you go. If you are, if you ever study, talk less, teach more with me, um, there's a workshop I did on Level Up Movement, which is Erica Quest's website. Or if you take Elevate, then you will hear me talk about this. You cannot teach. You cannot talk Pilates into a body. You actually cannot. You actually have to choose exercises that will teach the body what it is that you want it to do. And how do you do that? Sometimes you have to trust your gut. And so that is how I'm interpreting this because it's the, that is the actual only place that I feel super comfortable in, in actually just going, I don't know to be told what exercise to put this one. I can actually listen to my gut and my gut will tell me. Mm. And here's what is so cool about that. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Okay. How you are on your plies, Matt, is how you are in life. If you judge yourself in your plasma, you're judging yourself all over, all over the place. So what I get to know to be true is when I am teaching Pilates, I do trust my gut. I really do. When I get in the moment, when I get out of my head and I get into the session, when I'm teaching someone, I literally am like listening to like what I am being like these little thoughts in my head call me to do. Right. So I know that I can do this in all other things. I really do. Mm. And when I'm in a, when I'm in a. Not a perfectionist. State is actually really easy to do that. Sure. I do love this question. Will it create more or less in my life? Because I asked myself something similar when I was in Brazil. I wanted to. I was told I should go hang gliding. And hang gliding. Hang gliding. Okay. Mm-hmm. Over the Tajaque forest. Tajaque forest. Tohaka? I think that's what it's called.
1: It's beautiful forest near the statue, near the very yep. famous statue. And um, yeah, uh, you go over uh, the river.
0: And by the way, Rio. It's in Rio, Rio. it's in Rio de Janeiro, Rio de Janeiro, um, and you—they don't teach you how to hang glide. Just so you know, <laughs> my guy did because I saw he's like, see you know how these people—they're jumping. Don't jump; that will bring the paraglide down. Just run off, run off the end. <laughs> I'm like, when you keep running when there's—he's like, yes, I do. And when we land. You're going to keep running, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> um, but before I did it, I was kind of out of money. And for my trip, I didn't actually, I didn't really have the money to go on the trip at the first place, but it was a flight that I was going to lose and I had to go. So I was like, will I regret not, like when I go home and people ask me, how is Rio? What did you do? Will I regret not hang gliding? Or will I both say no big deal? And I was like, I'm going to, I don't have a good enough excuse for not hang gliding. I'm going to regret this.
1: I'm not going to lie. I would love to do that.
0: Oh, we should do that.
1: Yeah, but my point is, every time you tell the story, I can see the hang gliding and the and the adventure and the excitement and I think that it is brilliant that you did that.
0: I it's so fun. Y'all, we surfed our way in. Like we like literally rode a wave but, but with the air and the inertia of the wave onto the ground and then I had a green smoothie. It was so freaking <laughs> great. and also my pilot is the pilot with the number one on his name? And he was hired by the Today Show to do this. So I like really, I mean, like I had the best experience. But it goes back to this question will it create more or less in my life? So if you are unsure how to trust your gut right now, just ask yourself that question. And and if that is like, I don't know what that means. Will I regret it? Like, will I look back when I'm a hundred years old? Will I be like, should I should have fucking done? Yeah. You know, let us know. I'm Leslie Logan.
1: And I'm Brad Kroll.
0: Thank you so much for being here today. I am so happy to have you as part of our community. This is incredible. Happy 150th episode. Happy birthday, Joanna Vargas. And um, to our retreaters, we're having the best fucking time with you. We really are. Uh, I want to know how you're going to use these. I want you to tag Joanna, tag the VietPod, send us a DM with your questions, your comments, your concerns. We actually have a survey on the newsletter we send out every week. If you're not getting that newsletter... Well, get the
1: newsletter. Yeah, go to go to You can join the newsletter there.
0: Yeah, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Be until you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be Until You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review. And follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day.